Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. All right. Hopefully by the end, we'll, we'll be more of that energy wavelength. Um, we all have had this... Uh, this, uh, a lot of us have said this, you know, when you're doing something or maybe you've uh, put something together or uh, uh, this, this happened to me not recently, but I, re- I remember I, uh, I don't know if any of you have ever forgotten something in a stove and, you know, an oven and the only thing that reminds you is our house is burning and, and so you run and at this, I, at this juncture, I, this might have been even before I was married to Jess. I, I remember um, so excited about this pizza that I was cooking. It's just pumped on life. Um, and like got, and I was watching a basketball game, and I was like, this is just the best night ever. And, uh, and then the only thing that reminded me that I had a pizza in the oven was the smell. And I remember getting that thing out and just trying, I don't know if any of you are like, what can I save? And, and, and you just, I just couldn't, I wanted to so bad, but every piece was just touched with the smell. And I remember dumping it in the trash and going, what a waste. Like, just feeling that, just, that was going to be so awesome, but now it's so wasted, and just, and, and that feeling of, like, it, what was going to be is now frustrating, and so, like, you feel like you have such a loss. Um, sometimes we can feel that in our life, where we, we have high expectations, and then whatever uh, oven of life we got caught in, now all of a sudden feels like, I'm all crispy, and what a, what a waste, you know, you just start, and I want to talk about this idea um, that, that God never, ever wastes anything, that, um, that even though sometimes we feel like we have, we're, we're in a waste part, or we're, we've gone through some wasteful seasons, or some things have gotten uh, messed up, God, God actually has a way to uh, not only redeem all of those things, but also God has a way of us growing into a space where, where less and less waste actually happens. And so I want to read this 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Everybody here? Everybody ready? All right, here we go. We're jumping in. All right. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 57 says, but thank God he gives us, that's why I love that song so much, Thank You, Jesus, when we're singing that song, How Good Is He? I, I just can't get enough of that song because it's talking about how thankful, uh, you know, we all should be and want to be when it comes to God. But he, uh, Paul says, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so because of that, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless, is ever wasted. Whatever you do, nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And so I just want to go through, break these scripture, this scripture down because I think a lot of us want to have that. I just want to be in a place where everything I do counts. 
I want to be in a place where everything that, that I'm putting my hand to actually counts for something. And so, so let's break through this uh, verse so we can actually see, because there are some things, there's some steps here. Uh, first, uh, at the very beginning, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thank God. So he starts out with this, thank God. Thank God for what he has done in our life. And so that reminds me, are, are you thankful every day? And, and I know that's an easy thing to say, like in Christianity, like, you know, like you've been a Christian for a while. Are you thankful? Oh, yes, I'm thankful. Yeah, bless the Lord, Pastor. I am thankful. I am thankful. No, no, no. Do you wake up already thankful because you've already won that day? You've already won today. Everything, you wake up a winner every single day because of Jesus Christ. I think a lot of us think, okay, what do I have to do to win today? And, and, and what that does, it gets us in the wrong mindset because you're working for victory, not working from victory. God has already done things in your life. God has already saved you. God has already made a way for you. God has already done things in your life. God has already marked out a plan for your life. God already has you on this certain path. God has already brought you from death to life. God has already forgiven you. Every single morning you wake up, thank God. Everything you wake up, thank God. But how many of us wake up, and the moment we wake up, the, the bricks of worry and stress and anxiety fill our mind? And, it, and if you don't immediately wake up and say, thank you, God, for what you're doing in my life today and what you already have done. God, if you've never done another thing, you've done enough. I'm telling you, this is where you, this is the starting path. We all know that if you all, if you start out wrong from where you start, you're going to be way off in a while. So if you don't start from the right, thank you, God. And I, I'm, I'm just thankful for what you've already done. So he said, but thank God. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So because of that. My dear brothers and sisters, be two things. Be strong and immovable. Because of what Jesus has done, okay, the, the thankful. God, I'm thankful. God, I'm thankful for how you've changed my life. Because of those two things, be strong and immovable. Th this is good leadership right here. Because what you, you do, you walk into your job, you walk into leading employees, you walk into your family, you walk into different situations, being able to be strong and immovable. But what, but how, but what is, why, you know, immovable and strong, these, why are these two things picked out by Paul? Well, when you think about it, you think about what's strong and a, 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 a tree that's been there for not just a couple weeks, but it's been there for years and years and years. Be immovable. Be immovable. I, I'm, I'm just saying right now to all of us, let's, let's choose to be immovable. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to move from the things that God has called me to. I'm not going to switch things. 
I'm not going to quit things. I'm not going to uproot myself. I'm going to stay immovable in my relationships, in my church, in my calling, in giving, in longevity. And it, these are the things that you just choose. I'm not moving from these things. I'm staying. And you got And this is a choice. It's not a feeling. If you let feelings start living in your life too much and get too big, pretty soon you will move from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. You will become transient. And when you are transient, that will shortcut the growth that's supposed to be in your life, you keep uprooting yourself. Rooted, they're losing their strength and they're losing their growth and they're losing their ability to be what God has created them to be because they keep moving. So choose to be immovable. When you're offended, choose to be immovable. When, when you're upset, choose to be immovable. When you feel like you're uh, when you feel like you've been passed over again and again and again, choose to be immovable. When, when, you, when you have a moment that you feel like, well, this is, the, I, I can't believe that this happened and I'm just going to walk away from this relationship or walk away from that, choose to be immovable. Stay right there. The best marriages have this thing down. They, they just don't move. They stay right there and say, we're going we're gonna to work this thing out because faithfulness builds fortresses. Faithfulness builds fortresses. And movable people only build tents. Faithfulness will build a fortress, but a movable person only builds tents. And they wonder why. They can't withstand a hailstorm. Well, maybe it's because you have been moving for too long and you thought that being able to pull up quickly and go to something else was something good for your soul, but it wasn't. Be immovable. And then he says, be strong. One of the ways that you can be strong, we all know this, carry weights. That's how you become strong. So, so what do you carry in your life right now? And I'm not talking about worry and anxiety and stress. And those actually are, are false weights. They feel real heavy, but they don't give you any muscles. And, and so that, that's, not, that's not what I'm asking you to carry. And God's not asking you to carry. In fact, he tells you, give me all of those things. I'll carry all that. What do you carry? Do you always want to get rid of something that's heavy for you? Can you carry without complaining? Can you carry a weight that your boss asked you to carry without complaining? That your spouse asked you to carry without complaining? That God asked you to carry without complaining? It's too heavy. I can't do it. Now, I'm, 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 listen, there's a difference between complaining and asking questions. 
sometimes we hear, don't complain. And they're like, well, I can't ever talk. No, you can't. You can ask questions. You can get clarity. You can try to uh, understand how you can get better at what you're carrying. But what you are, uh, what God has asked you not to do is say, this weight is way too strong. And I can't, and I, it's just too heavy. And I can't ever pick it up. And I can't believe that God would ever give me this. And why would God ever put this in my life? This is too much. Why can't I just go back to my old life? That's complaining. And that is what God's asking you not to do. Can you carry without complaining. This is where you learn to have, this is really important, everyone, everybody listening online, I I want you to get this because I I, I feel like this is something that a lot of us, it's a nuanced thing in leadership that's really important. You learn, when when you can be strong and carry weights, you learn to have responsibility when you are still busy and overwhelmed. You're able to carry responsibility as you are still busy and you feel overwhelmed. Here's the truth that I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago. Ben, it will never settle down. Some some of us are waiting to carry stuff when it settles down. Some of us are waiting to care. When this gets done, then I will. When this is over, then I will. When this gets done, when I finally get this settled down, when I find, what, what in your mind right now, you're like, if I could just get these things done, then it's really going to be good for me. Stop. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie in your life. You, you, you have work. You have a lot of work that you got to do. Well, if I can just get all this work done, then I will be, and then I can do. No, that's a lie because right when you get that work done, there's going to be more things that are going to come into your life. Oh, when we get done with this season that's really busy, then I will be. No, no, it's, it's going to be another season of other things. And here's the thing that happens when you start believing the lie of it'll settle down at some point. What happens is you will always live frustrated because you're waiting for something that will never happen. And we're wondering why some of us are so frustrated in our job, in our marriage, in friendships, at church, at different things, and we're, because we're waiting for something that's never going to happen. Oh, when it settles down. No, that, that actually doesn't happen. Why? Because God is constantly wanting us to be strong. And so if, he's, if he wants us to be strong, guess what he's going to give us? Weight to carry. So it's always going to be something. It's always going to be something that God. Now, he's not trying to weight you down with, like what I said, with worry, stress, anxiety. No, not the, but just things. Maybe it's a. A neighbor that he wants you to develop a relationship with. Maybe it's a new promotion at work. Maybe it, it's a new dream that you have that, that God is starting to, to build in you. It, it could be a lot of different things. But learn to carry responsibility with a full schedule and a smile. And a smile. Like, learn how to carry responsibility with a full schedule and a smile. 
Not just, okay, I'm going to have responsibility, okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm busy, but, man, I want to carry all of this together, but I'm just going to look haggard as I do it all and look like I'm mad at the world because I'm doing it all. Learn how to do all of that with a smile. That's strength. The other thing that makes uh, you strong, not just carrying weights, for all of you coffee connoisseurs, what is that? It, it, uh, coffee gets stronger when it soaks in the beans longer, right? I'm not like, I don't know all the coffee stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens, right? Okay. Like it, you want weak coffee, it just kind of goes through the beans real quick. But if you want strong coffee, you let it just stay there for a while. So if you want strength in your life, what are you letting your life soak in? And how long are you soaking in it? This is, this is you, you want strength? Soak in worship. Soak in Bible. Soak in leadership. Soak in serving. Soak in prayer. Let those things be, just soak in them. You, you, this is where you get, come on, this is where you get strength. If, if you want to be strong. And you're like, man, I just feel like I can't ever get, uh, carry these things that I need to carry. Soak. So the strength will come. You know, the strength will come as you soak more and more and more and more. Be strong. Be immovable. And then look at this. Then he says this. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Nothing you ever do is, is wasted. Be enthusiastic. I, I love this. Be enthusiastic with what you do. So you say things like, we get to do this. I don't have to do this. If you're starting to say, I have to do this, you've already lost. Already. Already. Oh, I have. There are times where you kind of like, okay, hey, I'm not feeling the... You know, uh, that, that I normally feel there are times where you kind of just like, okay, come on, let's do this. But, but you tell yourself, man, I'm thankful I get to do this. You go back, you teach yourself, you preach to yourself. Some of the best sermons I've ever preached are to me and me alone. To get my mind right and to get my heart right. We get to do this. You let passion lead you. Your attitude matters more than what you're doing. Your attitude matters more than what you're doing. Everybody else would love to tell you, no, it's just actually what you do that matters most. No, that's not true. When God looks at you, he doesn't care. It's just what you give him. He cares about how you give it and the attitude in which you give it. Because in the attitude that you give it actually affects what you give. That's why there was a difference in Cain and Abel's offering. Abel gave the best, and that had something to do with his attitude. Cain gave some and was frustrated and went away mad. Attitude will always affect what you give. It's never just about what you do. 
It's always about something different and something deeper, which is your attitude. And attitude sometimes is easy to fake for a while. But it usually will come out after a while. You can't fake it forever. And then you start realizing, oh, there's something inside that I need to change and do. And let me tell you, when you're enthusiastic about something, there's a byproduct that happens of people want to do the same thing with you. If you have a bad attitude, you will be doing stuff alone a long time, just so you know. Because none of us, everybody in this room, somebody's like, oh, we got to do this. No one wants to work with that person, right? No, no. It's just, but when you're enthusiastic and you're happy about what you're doing, it is contagious. It does get into somebody else, and they, start, and they will jump on with you. But if you're working alone, always you might want to start checking your attitude. You're like, wow, do I have the same kind of enthusiasm that everybody can feel from me? And the last thing, how, how, how do I consistently build that enthusiasm? Realize that last part. Nothing you do is in vain. So many times in leadership, you think that things are just wasted, like a burnt pizza. And you just dump it in there, and you're like, I've done all of this. I don't know, I, I could tell, I could sit here and, and have this be open mic for parents who feel like they say the same thing over and over and over and over again and those words are wasted. Or I could have this mic open for people who are like, man, it's just all wasted and and it, we could go through the line, or I've done these for my employees, or I've done this with my boss, and I've done these things over and over and over again, and it just keeps coming up like nothing. And, and I love what this says. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So real quick, the thing that makes it not useless is if you take yourself out of it. Are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it for God? Because if you're doing it for you, you might be throwing that burnt pizza in the trash. But if you're doing it for God, somehow God gets his hands on it, and somehow that thing always counts. Always counts. Every single time. Always counts. And so I, I, I want us to make sure that we keep that kind of attitude fresh. Like just these two scriptures, these two verses, keep that fresh in it as we lead in all, all the different things that we're leading so that we understand again, okay, this isn't wasted. Because there's nothing more frustrating than feeling like this thing got wasted after I put in so, so much stuff. So I, I think this will really help us as we keep going over. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for this time together. Jesus, I pray that these things would go deep into our heart. God, help it 
help these things be a part of who we are, not just something that we hear, but something that we grow in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.